Well, you also know uh, what com- what keeps the cows in. Um, defense, defense. Oh. Uh, <laughs> okay, okay, so the podcast has hit a new low, folks. I apologize for that. <laughs> um, uh, TJ Lang is also we've good. been lo- we've been lower than that. After a rousing 24-10, wasn't that rousing? But it was a victory, bringing us yeah. to five and zero. Um, this is Matt. Ties over there. Yo. And Mark's in his box. Hey. <laughs> 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 and um, what do you think, guys, uh, about this win? When I got when I got done, I sort of just turned the TV off and went and took a nap. It wasn't. It wasn't pretty. <laughs> The weather yeah. was ridiculous, though. Uh, it, it was terrible outside. It was so bad. Yeah, gross. Like sixty-five degrees and, sh- and sunshiny. Yeah, seventy, it was almost eighty. Yeah, it was just just ridiculous. It's a beautiful day. Um, yeah. A beautiful day, even to watch football on television. Well, um, it's it's nice to see you know the defense picking up our meek offense. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Which actually happened, but <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was that was something. Well, I mean, they say, I mean, it's a, it, you know, and Rogers has said it before. It's a team game. It's you know, it's all three phases. Everyone plays together. It's not like <clears> you know, they get graded separately or something like that. So, yeah, um, to, this game was definitely one that uh, the defense carried the day. My um, favorite part of the whole game is that Rodgers finally threw an interception so we don't have to hear about it anymore. Seriously, Ooh, that was yeah. starting to get really annoying. Yeah. yeah. I don't know if that was my favorite part. but <laughs> <laughs> yeah. he, he turned the ball over three times, and all three of them weren't flukes. Mm-hmm. They were all – Yeah, their, their defense was legit, and Chris Long went out early. Uh-huh. So um, it's a good thing their offense couldn't get anything – going and our defense look great yeah yeah i mean um i guess this is what happens when everyone's healthy like this is what they've been you know we haven't had this many people healthy on defense for five years i don't longer for as long as i can remember ever yeah so it's nice to see and we got some good news because um bj raji isn't going to be out for a significant amount of time he could be back in time for the chargers on sunday yeah, he said he wants to play on Sunday, which it's not really up to him, I guess. But it's a little bit up to him. But I mean, like, yeah, it would be nice to have an impartial arbiter that decides when people play and keeps them out as long as they need to be kept out, so that they don't come back for a week and get hurt, like yeah. Adams. Yeah. Well, and he's Raji is cred- crediting yoga for the reason he didn't get more severely injured. He seems like a yoga guy. He. I read earlier, like, well, it was probably in the offseason that he was doing yoga to. That was something I don't want to see. If he was like do going to the plank maneuver, he'd just be supported by his belly. Like he could stay there all day. He could sleep like that. He could eat a sandwich like that. You guys, you guys, I texted you the T-shirt that I saw, right? Because neither of you guys laughed or thought that was funny. Uh, I don't. Maybe uh, I was. It said Namaste out of it. Oh yeah. <laughs> I, I think, think that's I, mean, I didn't. What's the point? 
I, I just think it's hilarious. No. Nah, I'm going to stay out of it. I, I mean, I get it. Yeah. I get the plan words. I'm not sure why it's funny, though. But anyway. Mark. No, imagine BJ Raji in the plank position. Uh, good for him. That poor yoga mat, though. <laughs> or the people around. It's probably, like, how thick do you think it is? It's actually a wrestling mat. <laughs> it's just, it's just like carb. It's, it's like a like newspaper at this point. Yeah. So, um, we start off good. We got a three and out, and then that pass to Ty Montgomery for the touchdown, where he caught the ball and then like looked around and couldn't believe how open he was. Yeah. After he caught it, mm-hmm. <laughs> like the replay, literally, there is no, there are no Rams in the picture. It was just Ty Montgomery in a field of green looking. Like a surprise that he was all by himself. 88, <laughs> rumbling down the middle. Mm-hmm. He is a big dude. Like, I was just kind of watching. I had the replay on here while while we're talking. And, like, he was, you know, stiff-arming a dude with one arm and just throwing him around. Left-handed, too. Yeah. It, <laughs> he's a beast, man. Is he your new he's favorite, Mark? Is he your favorite? Uh, I like him. I like Alonzo Harris, too. I hope we don't have to see him much because he's a backup. But Has he even been um, active that much? Uh, I don't know. He He had, like, two carries this year. But mm-hmm. I, I liked him in the preseason, so we'll see what he does. And but go ahead. Um, yeah, I, I was just gonna say it seemed like uh, Starks was a much better matchup in this game, better than Lacey because the the Rams defense when they touch a guy they bring him down, and Lacey usually will break the arm tackles. And you know the Rams, I don't know what Greg Williams does, but his defenses step up, <laughs> and they were <laughs> well. We know what he does, don't we? He puts bounties on well, people. Yeah, yeah, that's what he does. Well, he 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 motivates appropriate, maybe inappropriately, but he motivates nonetheless. So. I I never understood um, why bounties in professional football were such a big thing. I mean, that's why you, what happens when you have a complete asshat as the commissioner is you end up with just these uneven punishments where guys who get played to pay play football and play defensive football can't get paid to play better and hit <laughs> harder and t- you know what I mean? Like I I get. Like the the hurting people, knocking people out, but the the bounties they actually got punished for were just for big hits and stuff like yeah. that. Like it was, it's you stupid. get a sack, you get whatever, you know. Yeah, 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 you know, big hits and turnovers. Anyway, uh, our best rushing option, unfortunately, was Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, eight 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 carries for thirty nine yards. <laughs> that's that's not good. Seemed like he had more. Yeah, well, he had that. He had an 18-yarder right at the beginning. Um, oh, I just I'm watching the our best player of the day. Obviously, the player of the week has to go to Quentin Rollins. Don't you guys think? Yeah, that was awesome. Two picks, including a pick six, rookie out of uh, Miami University. Not the U, but you know the little U. Ohio, Miami of Ohio. He's how, a beast too. How, how bad does that suck if you're like? Because it's older. Like, but now they're Miami of Ohio. Right. If if you're from there, you must be like, hey, no, we're Miami. They're Miami of Florida. (laughs) We were here first. Yeah. We're a better university, you know, in in every way except football. Um, And that ebbs and flows in Florida. I don't know. Just a thought. Are you trying to say that Miami of Florida doesn't have a good educational system? I'm I'm saying the University of Miami at Florida, uh, uh, not known for their academic prowess. Well, they're getting, I guess they're getting better. I think that some of their graduate programs are well respected, decently well respected. 
But if like you were going looking at undergrad, you'd rather go to Miami of Ohio, I think. Yeah. That's off the top of my head, but that's just what I think. I just you know, those poor people. I feel bad for all the people at the Mac schools. Just you know, I just think of like gray days at a small school in the middle of nowhere. <laughs> just seems sad to me. <laughs> if you can't have fun in college, it's your own fault. Yeah, I, I guess <laughs> you went to, I guess you went to a small school with gray days in the middle of nowhere, didn't you? Yes. <laughs> and you had a great time, so I should shut up. It was up. awesome. <laughs> um, all right. Yeah, all Roger, two picks, and they they weren't like fluke picks, and the fumble wasn't a fluke fumble. That was bad. Quentin Rollins looked great, though. Um, ended up with two interceptions, and so we had, at halftime, we had a 14-10 lead, um, and somehow just hung on to it. Like, our defense just wouldn't let them score. It was kind of impressive, like, how close they'd get. I mean, they even had that fake punt that they completed, which was, gosh, like. Yeah. That was bad. Demetrius Goodson was – that's not how you want people to know your name. Yeah, he just – He fell like, down. looked like we had it sniffed out, and then, he, yeah, he just fell down. I thought we were going to have a good special teams day because they didn't try to block that field goal at the end of the half. When I thought – I thought – I was watching it thinking, they're going to try to block this stupid field goal, and then they're going to give up a touchdown. But they didn't. They just mm-hmm. – they held the edge, and that was fine. I thought, oh, good. Yeah. But, yeah. and let him miss it. He went one for four. That helped. Was was there? Yeah, yeah. That <laughs> poor guy, a sixty-three yarder that he you know had ten yards past the goalpost. He missed. On, mm-hmm. He yeah. barely missed it. Yeah, yeah. That was pretty impressive. There was a legit wind though. Holy cow! I mean, there were kickoffs that went fifteen yards out of the back of the end zone. Did you feel wind tie when you were there? Because they were talking Not, about it all the time. They were talking about it, and but in that bowl, it's weird. Mm-hmm. Um, it was definitely windy outside the stadium before he went in. Um, but once you were in there, we didn't feel it in our seats at all. But um, it gets it, it, the way it swirls around in there, it's worse down in the field, I think, than because we got that big new addition behind us. Mm-hmm. Right. So you couldn't really feel it there. But it, lo- it appeared to be a, a real thing. Yeah, it um, was for sure. Yeah. I mean, they kept talking about it. I don't know if it was a real thing or not. But it might have just been them filling time. Although I was so happy when it wasn't Jim Nance and Phil Sims calling the game because it was, you know, a CBS game. I can't stand those two people. I hate yeah. it when CBS carries the game period though. That that's probably that that yeah, I agree, but these guys were far better than Nance and and Sims. I just can't stand Nance and Sims. They're just so clueless. Like they're so did clueless. You catch, I don't know how it's possible to have the support team that they have and be that clueless. I mean, Sims played pro football. He won a Super Bowl. He should have some level of knowledge about the game. I don't know. Sorry. You were saying. <laughs> I don't mind them nearly as much as you. Did you hear Dan Fouts make his pun, though, on HaHa ha Clinton Dix? Oh, they made like three of them. That was painful. Yeah, how how his his misplay was no laughing matter. <laughs> oh, God. That, oh, that, oh, might actually, that might actually be so bad it's good yeah it's, it comes all the way back around to being good i was writing i was reading this article and someone wrote that the reaction to a bad pun and a good pun is the exact same thing so they're kind of the same thing like if you hear a really good pun you kind of roll your eyes and groan and if mm-hmm. you're a bad one it's the same same thing so yeah it might just be that bad puns are good puns or good puns are bad puns 
Or maybe so, all puns are bad puns, but they're good. It could be. I think it's in the delivery, though. I think a bad Ooh, pun delivered as a bad pun can be effective. Yeah, if yeah, you kind of pause in the right place. Yeah, just... if they would have paused and, like, cut to a screenshot of his face and he just gave a lo- <laughs> a awkward stare into the camera, then it would have been great. But instead it was just like, I think this is maybe kind of funny. Of, <laughs> I know what I'm saying is completely ridiculous. And here's how I'm going to show you. Yeah, it <laughs> didn't go over for me. Uh, all right, so halftime we're at 14-10. On the first drive after halftime, we score on that j- ridiculous James Jones TD, which was so great. Oh, that was amazing. That dive into the end zone was yeah, was pretty I, – I, I mean, again, we say it every week, but, like, how did this guy get cut? He's our leading receiver. Um, he's been a critical part. Who knows where we would be. This offense is struggling right now, and it would be even oh, worse yeah. without him. Well, you know, the reason he wasn't a Packer the whole time is because we had so much depth of the position. We we knew he was great. I just don't know what – if the quarterbacks in the other systems just don't get him or what. But mm-hmm. he's amazing. Yeah. He, I mean, he seems so comfortable out there. I don't know if it's the system or playing with this team or whatever, but, you know, maybe he doesn't look that comfortable in other systems. Who knows? Um. But it is still disturbing that we're not getting with the how thin we are at that position. It's disturbing that we're not getting more people involved. Because again, um, you know, Janice went without a catch or even a target, um, as far as I know. Abaderis, I think, was he active this week again? I don't even know. I didn't I'm see him sure. up at all. But I mean, like they're trying to work Ty Montgomery in, but that's you know. When Rodgers is at his best, he's hitting like ten different receivers with with passes, and here it's just pretty much Cobb and Jones and occasionally Montgomery and Rodgers. You know. Yeah, and this week it was rarely Cobb too. I, I think we chalked this one up to the Rams doing their homework and being solid defensively. And Rodgers had an off day. You know, he's not gonna. He didn't. He couldn't pick anybody apart. He could barely complete passes most of the time. Uh-huh. So, I. I was really impressed with the Rams' defense. They had a pretty good game plan, and we didn't overcome what they were throwing at us. Yeah, they're you know, young the and athletic, and they helped. play hard. And um, I mean, they've had some. They already beat Seattle and Arizona, and Arizona was undefeated before meeting them, and then went out and and rolled up somebody uh, yesterday. Who did they end up? They they crushed somebody yesterday, but. Um, so that's a big win over Arizona, and Seattle's always tough to beat. So uh, it's not a bad defense at all. But I would like to see them try and work in those younger receivers because that's what we're stuck with, you know what I mean? And because Adams, I just feel like we can't count on him coming back um, at full at full effectiveness. That's just what it feels like. Whenever you have these like lingering things where there's no timetable and it's – like an ankle, it's just, you know, who knows? People, especially in his position. Mm-hmm. You know, CBS did seem to throw up some cool stats from time to time. Hmm. I, I do remember that, and I, I wrote one down, and I just saw it on my phone here. The On the uh, exception, the first one, that was the first time the Rams didn't score after a turnover this whole season. Hmm. Which, when I heard that, I thought, okay, well, maybe the Rams are getting kind of lucky. You know, I mean, they're converting all of their turnovers into points. Maybe that's why they're where they're at. But, you know, I, I think after watching them, they really are legitimate. And I think 
our defense was super we were playing great defense yesterday and they made Nick Foles look silly when normally he doesn't. So Yeah, I think um, he's a, a decent quarterback. I think that Philadelphia got the ass end of that trade. But, you know, when they got um oh, what's his name from Oklahoma? Bradshaw, Sam Bradford. Bradford. Yeah, for Foles. I thought Foles was great in, in Philadelphia and training for a guy that's yeah. never been never made it through a season healthy is kind of ridiculous. Especially yeah. when you're paying well, him more. They're playing <clears throat> Bradford more than they are paying Foles. <laughs> it's kind of ridiculous. Yeah. Um, I, don't, I don't understand that whole deal, but I don't understand the Eagles, period. Yeah. I, I, th- I heard someone today say that because they made all those crazy moves. And one explanation is that um, – what's his name? Chip is a racist – so that's a possibility. <laughs> the, the other one is that he comes from college where um, you can recruit people that do the thing you need them to do as a team, and then you go out there and that's the thing you do. But in the NFL, everyone's well-rounded, and so the team's defenses take away what they want to take away. So you can't just go out there and do on. your one thing or whatever. And so if you look at it maybe from his point of view um, – Murray is a better running back than the guy they had, even though it looks ridiculous, it looks ridiculous. on the outside from the outside. And the same with Bradford and Foles, and um, you know, and, and some of the, the receivers that they got rid of, and some of the offensive. I don't know. That's just one one explanation that he's just kind of caught in a college football mindset where he just wants to do one thing, and so he cares about one attribute from each player instead of whether they're a good player all around. Well, maybe he likes the turnover because his message gets stale. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Well, that was Seriously, another thing that, they're, they're yeah. talking about. Sometimes college coaches come in and they they're just they're so used to that turnover. That's how they try to do things. But in pro sports, you build around exceptional talents. You build around Jordan. You build around Aaron Rodgers. You build around Tom Brady. You know. So, uh, um, okay. First first drive. James Jones TD. Uh, they had a successful fake punt, but led to no points because they can't kick a field goal. And that's pretty much it. We just sort of hung on for dear life at the end. They ended up not scoring in the second half. Um, had a big, you know, uh, um, Matthews had th- that really odd-looking sack where he just came directly up the middle. <laughs> and looked like oh, he was, and then he, like, did, flipped over his helmet, too. Yeah, it was end. like a two-dimensional sack. Like, it was all just like they kind of did a somersault together, <laughs> um, <laughs> if that makes any sense. But, yeah, it's nice to see our defense playing well, but um, the offense does have to pick it up, especially at home. It's kind of tough to see him not score. But we had two, I guess, two touchdowns. Uh, one interesting thing they saw today is, first of all, who can name – there are six undefeated six. teams in the NFL. Who can name them? Oh, I bet uh, I can. Uh, Denver. Yep. That's one. Um, uh, oh, the Packers. Yep, yep, yep. That's one of them. Uh, I'm at a loss other than that. All right, Mark, you're up. Teams. Six teams. <laughs> Ty, six teams. <laughs> hey, Mark. Yeah, through, uh, it's, yeah. it's, is it the Patriots, Carolina, uh, Cincinnati, and uh, who's the last one? <laughs> Smart ass. Remember. I can't remember because I don't care. <laughs> the Falcons, <laughs> which is the one we should oh, care yeah, about, well. because um, 
there in the FC. So, um, way to, the, way to forget the one that matters, Mark. Yeah, we're going to have to worry about that matter. for home field down the road. Although we played pretty well in Atlanta in the playoffs in the past, but, um, right. So the Broncos are having kind of, although to a much higher degree, similar thing that we have, their defense all of a sudden is awesome and their offense has disappeared entirely. And they have already won two games this year without scoring an offensive touchdown. And that's, I heard it on the radio today. That's happened like five times in the modern history of the NFL. And three of those teams won the Super Bowl. Hmm. Three or four of those teams won the Super Bowl. Two of them were the Ravens twice. The two times they won the Super Bowl, they had two games where they won without an offensive touchdown. So I don't know what that has to do with the Packers, other than it's nice to see our defense scoring touchdowns. And um, sometimes defensive scoring can be indicative of a sustainable thing instead of just a one-off sort of deal. So go defense. We build this team around defense because we play in the cold and it's hard-nosed. Well, you also know what what keeps the cows in. Um, defense, defense. Oh. Uh, oh. Okay. okay, so the podcast has hit a new low, folks. I apologize for that. <laughs> um, uh, TJ Lang is also we've good. been lo- we've been lower than that, <laughs> probably. <laughs> Let's not for get Christ, crazy. Yeah, for Christ's sake, Mark's doing this from his closet. Come on. Yeah. Uh, um, TJ Lang, he got carted off, didn't he? Ty? Yeah. Yes, he did. Uh, but he's good for next week. Yeah. So we might actually have a, start building a little bit of continuity on the offensive line, which would be nice. But no word on Nick Perry or um, Adams for next week yet. But the bye comes immediately after, so I kind of would prefer if they, you know, sat tight. Um, Chargers play tonight, so they're going to be coming in on a short week. Um, but that's that. I tried to find some important stuff. Important mm. mm, stuff. But mm, I don't do that at the stuff. same time. Important mm, mm, stuff. stuff. But everything that I looked at was so depressing that I couldn't find anything. <laughs> so I, I, I thought about asking, like, which of the following five horrible sports stories is the uh, is the worst? But that <laughs> I decided against that. Um, Chase Utley breaking Ruben Tejada's leg and getting oh, to, God, and getting to play tonight anyway. Um, yeah, yeah. Um, and the, him not touching the base. Yeah, and then yeah. not being called out and going on, and they have a three run rally. Mm-hmm. <laughs> God. And if it would have been called correctly as interference, it would have been the end of the inning, end of the rally, end of it would be 2 nothing Mets going back to New York. So it would have been the end of the series probably. Uh, yeah, so that was ugly. Uh, I was thinking about Greg Hardy and what a feel-good story that is, that he's playing well in Dallas. Um, <laughs> Heartwarming. Yeah. Um, one good thing is that Kevin Johnson, the former basketball player mayor of Sacramento, got his – kiss-ass documentary that ESPN was doing um, stopped, so they're not going to air that now. And if you want any more information about why he's a bad person, you can go on the internet and find out. He's a bad person for a bunch of different reasons. Um, so yeah, just a bunch of depressing stuff. Um, I had I have a trivia question. Okay. 
I just thought of it because I was going through my notes. Um, I don't know how to set this up. Okay, Matt, what's the dumbest thing about the <laughs> NFL? The management? No. Concussions. Well, that's that's a very broad answer, and I guess you could kind of say that's correct. But what's dumber than the point after change? Uh, Pick something. The, the, the Raiders still play on dirt sometimes? <laughs> no. The correct answer would be first down chains. Oh, chains. Yeah, there's no so way I was ridiculous. ever going to guess that, but that is ridiculous. First down chains still exist. They're still a thing. And the NFL changes like the point after distance for some reason. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we don't really. We, don't, we have instant replay. We have. We've had these fake yardage lines on the field for 15 years. You have cameras in the fucking pylons now. Yeah, and you're using some rusty 50-year-old chain and treating it like it's, oh, let's walk it out there. Now make sure this is right on the line. Yeah, it's not a high school. Yeah, because this guy's running totally straight because he's 65. (laughs) He's really good at it. (laughs) Yeah, those things are ridiculous, although I never would have guessed that that's what you were referring to. It, it's like, but every time never, I see I've, that, like measuring for the first downline, I'm like, oh, we're going through this stupid fucking ballet again. You know, this like, okay, let's all act like it's so precise and it's so important. It's like, just put the ball somewhere. It's not, you know. Anyway, that's dumb. What also is dumb is score a touchdown commercial, come back from commercial, kickoff commercial. Uh, come back and watch football. Yeah, agree. That is that's also. Um... Oh, I know something dumb too. <laughs> okay. The woman sitting in front of us who had a sign saying "It's my thirty-second birthday," and kept holding it up. Like anyone oh. gives a shit. Okay, first off, thirty-second. Not your thirtieth. Not yeah. your fortieth. Your thirty-second. Nobody here out of the seventy-eight thousand people gives a shit that it's your thirty-second birthday. Yeah. Wasn't that how old Jesus was when he died? Yeah, maybe. uh, You know, (laughs) but I was just like, she kept holding it up and waving it around. Did she even have? Did she have CBS written on it? No, it was. It was one of these. It was. I don't. It was some. I don't fucking. I don't know. I was so angry because I'm like, no, it's cool. Wave that sign around. I didn't want to watch what was happening on the field. Yeah, that is pretty dumb. But that's not Roger Goodell's fault. I don't think. Maybe we can have a new segment now. I know what's dumb because we're really we're rolling. Hell yeah! I know it's dumb. (laughs) Yeah, those are some pretty good ones. Okay, we'll just kind of alternate them, (laughs) depending on how things are going. Um, I think it's either way, it's better than my how depressing is this bullshit (laughs) segment. Um, I do like important stuff, though. You know what grinds my? Well, we could we could do this. Uh, How about this for important stuff? Mm, Important stuff. What is the not counting Monday Night Football? uh, What is the best TV show on Monday nights? I don't. I don't know. Whatever's flicks that I said. I can't even name anything on TV on Monday nights. (laughs) Well, to be honest, I can't normally name what night stuff is on either. But I do know Monday nights. Okay, I'm going to take a stab in the dark, Matt. All right. The new Muppet Show. No, I don't think that's on Monday nights. Oh, okay. And it's fucking awful. Friends. Is it bad? It is 
depressing. They gave them all jobs, and they're, like, bitching and moaning like they're on some, like, third-rate sitcom. Uh, it's really depre- it's uh, depressing. Like, Kermit the is, a, is an executive producer of a talk show. What? And he's complaining about his job, and he, everyone hates Miss Piggy. And um, they make really – like, I, my kids can't watch it or even come close to watching it. Not that they could – I mean, they could kind of watch the old one, even though it was for adults, because it was clever. You know what I mean? Right. Um, but, like, this one is just, like, it's it, it's sort of cringy. They put some pretty... Do they have the two old guys in the theater? They do. Statler and Waldorf. Mm-hmm. But they just sit in the front row, like, they're at the front row of the Jay Leno show or whatever, whoever is on late night now, because I'm old and I don't know. <laughs> There's a couple of Jimmies, I think. <laughs> That's disappointing. That's um, I was hoping it would be good. But uh, we got, uh, no, we got, here, here are the shows on Monday night. Um, if you're into the reality television, which I know Ty is, <laughs> The Voice is on Monday night, and so is Dancing with the Stars. Mm, I, and tight. I actually used to be really into Dancing with the Stars, but they've had too many iterations. I can't keep up. Um, Gotham is on, which is mm. um, a ridiculous show because they can't find the right tone, but it's kind of fun to watch for that reason. Plus, you get the backstory of Batman. Castle's been on for years, which is wonderful. And new this season is both Minority Report and Blind Spot, mm. which are deeply flawed television shows that they spend an exorbitant amount of money on, so it's fun just to watch for that. So, that's what's on Monday nights. Um, and then Tuesday nights, you have Marvel's Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. So in- I would, out of all those shows, I would pick Gotham. Yeah, Gotham is, is good. Oh, you know what I did? I, we had an email, and I just accidentally erased it because I was shaking my hand. No. Oh. <laughs> oh. It's, it's shaking your own hand? With well, as hand? I was talking, I was being demonstrative, and I had my phone in my hand and the email open. Two-handed self-shake. <laughs> email deleted. <laughs> so now I'm trying to find yeah, – it's not another. It's probably under the, this one. Here we go. Um I just have so many email accounts, I can't keep them all straight on my phone. Um, all right, it's from Jim. Hey. Week five. He, I, that's cool now. He's just numbering them by week so we can find them easier, I guess, And once we put together our archives, inevitably. Um, so, hey, guys. Missed the game last week, so didn't write in. Didn't see much of this week's game either. Listen to the pod, though. Thought I'd add my bit on the UK franchise you touched on. Oh, yeah. The NFL is pretty big and growing all the time, mostly down to the red zone on Sky TV and fantasy football. So there are a lot of people that are not very sporting but love the statistics that the game generates and like to pick their fantasy team like that. But in the main, you are right. People don't really get the game in its purest form. I could watch four quarters of the Packers grinding out a 6-3 win and enjoy the contest up front and great defensive play, but I think I'm in the heavy minority for this. That said, I think a franchise over here would generate more of an appreciation for the more technical points of the game, and I'd be a follower of the UK franchise, but would be a Packers fan first and foremost. I tried out my local side in Manchester, Manchester Titans, and they are pretty well coached and have a good setup, but the standard is very poor. Made up mostly of ex. These, they must actually have a football team in Manchester, like minor league football. That wasn't something I was aware. Of. Made up of mostly expats and fat geeky kids, <laughs> with corn shirts and skateboards. I, I took a few lads down from the rugby club who know nothing about the NFL. It's clear that a real athlete will do well at that level. 
from a selfish point of view, my boy Max is now five, was throwing a tight spiral at three years old. Wow, congrats. Um, a right. UK franchise could sort his college fund and get me pitch side. <laughs> the first English QB in the NFL might be a few years away, but that will give him time to learn the full route tree and defensive formations. So far, he's just in the back garden conference and rookie <laughs> mode on Madden. Uh, good win against the potential banana skin of the Rams, who have some good pieces. Watching Nick Foles makes you realize how blessed we've been with Favre and now Rodgers. One day Max might step out on the frozen tundra wearing his number 12, and you boys will be in the box watching with me. Beers all around. Go, Pat, go. <laughs> good email, Jim. Yeah, very good. Great email, Jim. Um, tight spiral at three. That's awesome. Uh, Wait, my kids you know just what Jim told me? limbs at three. <laughs> they, both, they both broke significant limbs significantly at three years old. Yeah, or two years old. My bad. Well, you know what Jim told us though. Hmm. Gambling brings people together. <laughs> it really does. That was another one of my depressing sports stories. Is how, like, I hated DraftKings and went off on them like a week or two ago. Mm. But like, it's even worse than I thought. Um. FanDuel released numbers that 0.3% of the winnings, only 0.3% of the, the winnings went to people that worked at other sites, which first of all, how they know that is dubious because do they have like an employee list of like dr other competing sites? And if so, why? Um, but 0.3% works out to something like $10 million split among 250 employees at DraftKings. Over the past two and a half years. <laughs> so like if, and, and then you add in all the people that just do it full time and only, you know, the, the number is something like 2% of people actually make a profit, um, playing those sites, but the fucking ads are still everywhere. Everywhere. Uh, everywhere. Okay. All right. Final thoughts. Um, Mark. No. No. <laughs> I always wait for Ty. I don't know. Ah. What are my thoughts? I, I liked Jim's comments about the uh, potential banana peel because that was a game that the Packers easily could have lost. Mm -hmm. And uh, 24-10, if you look at that number, it doesn't really reflect what we saw on the field. It was, it was a pretty – it was a grind him out game, but um, I like the fact that Rodgers doesn't have to play his best game and we can still win. I like the fact that he turned the ball over several times and our defense didn't give up points. Mm -hmm. And that's the mark of a good team right there. And, you know, got to feel good about that. Yeah. No running game really to speak of, but I don't really care about that because that comes and goes. And most, most of the times when we have big rushing totals, that's when we've already established a huge lead. Mm -hmm. So, we didn't really, we weren't really able to do that. Um, but the interceptions were great. Um, Richard Rogers seemed to have a down week mm -hmm. for me. Uh, Casey Hayward, same thing. Rogers had that, tough penalties, didn't he? Yeah, and one was on like the field goal, like illegal hands of the face. That was a bad one. He right, had a bad yeah. drop pass on a third down, if I remember. Mm -hmm. Um, I still like Richard Rodgers, but he didn't have a very good game. It didn't seem like. Yeah. 
But it is nice to get a win against a quality opponent when you're not firing on all cylinders. Yeah, and and after watching the game, I really, to me, St. Louis looks like a team on the rise, and um, I, I I I think we should have won that game, but we did, and mm-hmm. we did it without you know firing on all cylinders, like you said. So, yeah. and it's good um, we can keep pace with these other teams because they're I mean six undefeated teams in the league is kind of ridiculous at this point of the year. That's totally ridiculous. Uh, it's I'm looking forward to seeing Morgan Burnett back. Mm-hmm. Um, Devontae Adams, we need back. I don't know what his timetable is, but, um, mm-hmm. you know, we're used to seeing Rodgers, like you said, pick defenses apart, and that hasn't really happened a whole lot. So um, I hope we can get back to that yeah. fairly soon. Agreed. Um, and my head just went blank. So, Ty, what are your thoughts? His name's Ty. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, we grew up together. Yeah. Uh, um, no, I, I, uh, uh, whenever, like, when it gets like that, like 4 0, 5 0, I get really nervous before a game because it's like you're waiting for the other shoe to drop. Mm-hmm. And that's what I felt like before this game. Um, but everything got better when I found the greatest thing ever at Lambeau Field that they have longboard lager from Kona Brewing there now. Oh. So. So that's what you I, ate. I ate that and a hot dog. I just had a plain old hot dog this week. Good, some, good. So. All that other stuff is terrifying. Yeah, well, not, but it's terrifyingly good. Yeah. Oh, here's here's kind of one thing I was thinking is, is when you think about all the renovations to Lambeau and our, our, our structure as a community-owned organization, mm. um, it could be worse because St. Louis, I was reading yesterday, um, they're going to leave maybe next year for L.A., there's like a three-way three-way race for like two spots in LA as soon as next year, and some politicians in St. Louis because they're geniuses and no one learns from their mistakes are putting together a bond package or they're going to fund like three hundred million dollars for a new stadium for the Rams or they're trying to get it through right. Mm. So they're trying to get three hundred million dollars of taxpayer money for a new stadium while still owing six million dollars a year on the existing stadium. <laughs> that they want to put out the pasture. Yeah. And part of their math for making this work is averaging 10,000 more people per game than they have at the current stadium and having an increase in revenue of 10% a year or something like that. <laughs> just That's a number that they just came up with. I think <laughs> and they're like, yeah, as long as this happens, uh, the city should come out ahead. Yeah, so. Yeah. We could be dealing with that sort of bullshit where you, well, where and, owners and politicians yank everyone around yeah. to try and get the best deal and get subsidized despite the fact that they're already billionaires and they're making billions more. Yeah, and they just dropped the Brown County tax that they had initiated forever ago to help fund the stadium. Right. And, they, and I was reading comments on Facebook about it and that people put in the news story and there's all these people that are just like, thank God, oh my God, it was so terrible. And I was like, four and a half dollars a year was killing me. Yeah. And then somebody's like, somebody's somebody made the comment of, they go, yeah, well, you know, you don't notice in a small purchase, but when you buy something big, like a house, you notice it. And I was like, you know, that's not, it's not included when you buy a house, you idiot. (laughs) (laughs) Unless you buy a house at Ikea. Yeah. Right. And just like, you know, and then I'm, Oh, it just makes me – people get so angry. They're like, just a big corporation making money for themselves and don't care about the community. I'm like, you have to be kidding, right? Yeah. It, it, so it would be better if it was just a, 
some original Faceless. individual. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and, yeah. If it was Jerry Jones. Right, that would be better. Yeah. <laughs> I think we all know what Green Bay would be like if the Packers were oh. in town. Dude, and the thing is... It would be like every... Appleton. <laughs> <laughs> Appleton's cool, man. <laughs> um, okay. It um, is, but yeah, I, but it's fun. I don't that, care if other people don't realize it. <laughs> at the Packer games, all the concession stands are run by um, different groups during the games, you know, a like Girl Scout troop or whatever it is. And then I think part of the proceeds from that for them working there go towards those, you know, groups, which is kind of cool. Yeah, yeah, they they volunteer and then they get a cut of the, oh, cut of yeah. the proceeds. Yeah, that's always a nice thing. Plus, it's all nice getting How weird is it that from NFL teams have to worry about selling tickets? Yeah. Um, like, the Washington franchise, which has a historically great following until this latest owner who's complete toolbox, they actually had to cut out seats from their stadium so that they could still claim it was a sellout so that the game would air on local television. Yeah. So they had to cut out, like, 10,000 seats or something like that. So they have these big boxes over the seats in the upper deck those mm. poor people i mean talk about having your your dreams your pro f- football dreams ruined by an owner that guy's just a just a complete incompetent he's talking our... about a market that dwarfs green bay too right and a loyal a loyal fan base you know yeah. i think it's kind of a i mean we don't have as many other distractions or, or attractions as, you know, Washington, D.C. or New York City. But, no, you know, the you Brewers, think so? <laughs> uh, they drew two, two and a half million fans this year. That's pretty good in a really, really down year. They were like number 13 or something like that. I mean, and they drew more than people than teams that won divisions. Yeah. And there were and there were games where there were 200 people at the start of the game in the stadium this year. Well, I kind of tuned out towards the end of the year, so I don't know. But two and a half million is a big number. Um, like the Dodgers didn't draw three million until maybe ten years ago or something like that. So, uh, yeah, no, people in Wisconsin love their sports, and that's why it's easy to remain a fan of all those teams that I grew up with, despite all all the moves that I've made. So, um, yes, sir. Go, Scani. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Um, my final thoughts. Same as Mark's. So uh, that's it, 5-0. and oh, And we just have one more win to make it to the bye undefeated. Right? Yeah. Yeah, go Pack. Go, Ooh. everyone. Thanks for listening. You can send in emails to helbypackers um, at Gmail. And there's a website and there's a Facebook and there's a Twitter thing that I keep getting emails for, so I assume it's going well, Ty. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, thanks for listening. We appreciate it. Go Pack, go. Hey. Yeah. Yeah.